0: Watch the skies. Watch the skies. Will not be a pause cast. Hello and welcome,
1: mainstream podcast episode twelve.
0: Fieldwork.
1: Doing things a little bit differently today. Always a theme when we're not just sharing our archive. This week's theme is field recordings.
0: And I think we're just going to get right into it. Um, the first submission here from Fan Wu.
1: Yep, Fan Wu. Needs no introduction nor any further commentary.
2: Hey, I'm calling to you from Futures Bistro at Brunswick and Bloor. And the self-immolation of Erin Bushnell seared something into the hollow of my heart. And I feel like I'm plunged into that fire. And um, today I'll read something from Lynn Heginian's My Life. Lynn passed away last week, but she was a great teacher for me of what memoir could be and how autobiographical writing can be cosmologically expansive. So I just wanted to share this passage. My morphemes mourned events I will not despair. My hope is one to rise daily before seven, five to avoid idleness. There cannot be ups without downs. But they don't track, they mock. My relief at having finally written down that thought is enormous, now I can forget about it. But it is not forgetfulness that takes its place, as I begin to think of other things. I don't know what prompts this, the assertion of world order desired in a dream. But I remember the pleasure with which my mother made her time-in-motion studies when she never wasted a trip upstairs by ascending empty-handed. The desire for immortality is accompanied by a sense of density. Form then be expressive. As for we who love to be astonished, consciousness is durable in poetry. My heart takes occupancy. I chew and my eyeballs jiggle. Whatever I am doing, the rude telephone interrupts, saying stop doing that. I never rid myself of the conscientiousness existentialism taught. Why should I have done so? And now I labored like a criminal chained to the ramifications of every act of the new presidency, with, I confess, self-pity. I begin cleaning in the dining room with a dust cloth, then organize my day with the vacuum cleaner according to the layout of sockets. But with regard to the seeping waste site, platitudinous stonewalling was the best we two could do. I wish I could sign my ballot, so my vote would give me that little satisfaction. Signification. Language becomes so objectified that it is different from whatever you know or say. But there is such a thing as a lazy man's load. It is the largest one, and it is destined to drop, fall, or spill. Both subjectivity and objectivity are outdated filling systems. It is the peach that makes this yellow and volume pretty. The specifics are snared by consonants and flooded with applications of sunlight. The rumbling, comforting cat sits, tail twitching in long, flat meditation, and then she licks her chest. A rhapsodic wedge. Love is more than a clamorous supplement potato a fat walnut, the potato with checkered grit. By potato I mean low sunshine. The trend of my theory may sometimes run utopian ward in reality. I didn't know how relevant um, this would be before I started reading it, but there it is. Uh, thank you, Lynn. the yeah.
1: square heads here, so you could
3: use this just
1: That first one was Mother Fan. Mother Fan. The second one was Faye Mallet. Um, you should look up Faye. She's on Spotify. I met her doing a residency at Banff. She's a percussionist whose last name is Ashley Mallet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hmm, some things are just uh, preordained. I think.
1: What is that called? Like not nominalism, but uh, there is
0: nomative determinism. No
1: you have a good memory for
0: these things? Not ideal. And then the last one was my submission which is recording of me and my grandfather uh taking apart a part of piano it's it's funny because a lot of the submissions that we have are also like extra musical sometimes bridging on all, but what almost feels like performance or like
1: uh, yeah they yeah have well, we asked artists well, we did
0: yeah we asked artists <laughs> and musicians and
1: like and so we knew people were gonna like they'd self-select
0: then, yeah. the things that like you know because you make a, re- a field recording because you think like oh there's going to be some divine sound there that like will be mine now almost
1: yeah so what you're saying that there'll uh, be a divine something...
0: confluence of of things happening that that it'll it feels like i orchestrated somehow mm. by witnessing
1: see i was about to put you down for like that kind of like imperial enlightenment ideology but it's more kind of like main character
0: Hmm. yeah it's like i heard this thing and i thought about it differently than everyone else who was also passing through that place because i stopped to listen
1: yeah or you're just god's little um center of all woe in the universe exactly um
0: hey i know what that's what that's like
1: i bet you do (laughs) we were talking about it uh before the show but definitely it shows different character types like i really like listening to phase i was dming Faye about this it's because it's like very personal it's very diaristic it's like the microphone as diaristic documenter
0: what does diaristic mean for the, the people at oh for the people at home who don't know what that means right obviously well, well, what, what made
1: you means. flick on the recorder when you and your grandpa were ripping that piano apart
0: well the when the hammer hits It, like, animates the strings, and I just really wanted to... I thought it sounded really good, and then ever since everyone in my family started dying, I've been documenting it through photography and other means. And so I thought, well, this is an interesting thing that probably won't happen again, so I might as well
1: record it. Yeah, there's something about um, the microphone as document that I think all these that, that that's what I keep hearing when I'm listening to all these different submissions mm. is like how the documenting year works.
0: It, yeah. Cause it works differently from a photograph. I think totally. Why? I don't know why, but it, you feel it. Like I've just, as I've just described, like I've been doing this process of reflecting for the past few years on like the history of, of my family and i like i'm so familiar with what they look like and you know i have all these memories but they're not sonic memories they're like felt memories or something right. like that whereas when i was looking for these i was going through my archive and i found another recording i'd made um, at my grandparents like 60th anniversary party and, but it's just it's just the sounds and i'm like oh there's all these voices that don't exist anymore and like i forgot that that's what my uncle sounds like even though it's such a good voice and like right. it's so specific but like that I don't hear that voice when I look at photographs
1: of him the I don't know what that means oral memory is somehow more intense what's that uh what's that uh specific new age philosophy it's like um they'll like listen to quiet parts of tape because the idea is that sound waves never entirely decay and oh. so you can hear ancient sounds even though you're because they're just decaying Mm. indefinitely
0: i haven't heard that right but it's like it's like radio waves or something yeah like old radio transmissions being reflected back or coming back to us 50 years later or or 80 years later however long it is obviously we've um tread into the pseudo philosophical waters yet again here (laughs) but um we'll try and get some plugs in before we go too far
1: so we alluded to this before but we're teaming up with imaginary north to do a compilation of some of the artists who've played uh, the mainstream live show we got 10 tracks together Uh, i've been mastering them this week really Mm. a plus shit
0: we're rocking with this stuff
1: yeah without exaggeration and so march 29th it's going to begin to see the light of day Uh, We're going to start the cassette pre-orders on Bandcamp, and we're going to release two singles. Then April 12th, the whole album drops. On
0: all streaming platforms and physical release.
1: But we know the real heads are going to want to cop a cassette. Obviously, which they can get at... Uh, Toronto style. April 13th. Um, If you know, you know. It is a a legendary an iconic uh, Toronto venue. Um, apparently the best wings in town. Although I have not um, partaken. Why don't
0: Why don't you all come find out with us?
1: Yeah, put it in your calendars.
0: If you uh, door price includes five free wings, <laughs> paid for by Ben.
1: <laughs> yeah, get that cassette. Yeah, it, we all. Kale made the you. art. It's beautiful. And it's a mix of Truman Capote and Chris Cross. <laughs> What's the Truman Capote? Just picture like um, a very effeminate and charming man lying on a divan, maybe draped with uh, animal hide. Like all those pictures of you on your computer? Yes. Right. (sighs) Thank <sighs> All right, I'm kind of feeling like the less said the better about these things. I don't know why. No, it's not, it's not, it's, we're having a cold pod.
0: Yeah. It's, um.
1: I'm it, We're overwhelmed by the, by the shit that people have shared with us. Yeah. Notice like, it's like going to the art gallery and then being like, okay, now we got to talk about it.
0: It's foolish,
1: but it, I mean, it is kind of the task we set for ourselves with this podcast. But I'm not feeling equal to it right now.
0: Yeah, we don't need to find the meaning.
1: First field recording from that set was Morris Fox. Hmm. Morris went to SAIC, hmm. which I only discovered recently. I didn't know that. But he's an OK guy, right?
0: That's that's kind of what I thought. Right. But I think he's just like an all-around iconic Toronto guy, you know. I really
1: like his. I don't know if he would construe them to be textiles or sculptures, but the the armor that he does, he does like chainmail.
0: I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, I'm just from more familiar with the the sec, That's not Second Life, but yeah, is it Second Life with that stuff?
1: Well, because we worked with Morris last spring, last summer. Mm-hmm on yeah, show. the show music gallery Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I just think it's funny actually if you let me cook for a second what on the Amazon Prime like I got there's this one ad for Scotiabank that yeah. always plays that they shot in the music gallery really yeah and which room like the like the, the big one the, you know with the triangle the triangle room and like that's where I saw Day Month Year's last show Just think it's kind of funny They shot an ad for Scotiabank there
1: And where does Scotiabank's money go? Very interesting Goes to the music gallery Hmm. And to BB Think about it Yeah and Morris is in Queer Soft Orange Collective With Adrian Adrian absolutely goaded he was telling us about it at that show this summer. They took over the Plum and did like a queer nightclub thing, like reviving a queer archive. It sounds kind of cool. Hmm. It's like a bar at the Plum.
0: Yeah, what's the Plum? That sounds Up
1: familiar. by St. Clair.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, that place rocks. Have it's kind of
1: cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, I saw a show there. So oh, check yeah. out- oh, my God. Yeah. Fucking Teresa showed her ultimate painting. The one of her like in a in a dress at a casino table and there's all these like cartoon wolves around
1: sick <laughs> fuck, yeah.
0: shout out Teresa
1: so check out Morris um we're gonna include everybody's Instagram handles in the show notes um the next one is mine uh I did that recording at um video fag uh big rip, um, Huge rip.
0: it's now a fucking hot dog stand fuck me.
1: dude <laughs> Uh yeah. Uh for a play for rhubarb years and years ago I was doing sound design and I was just like prompting the actors to do through go through all these vocal exercises. And then number three comes from Danielle Racine, who's uh, uh an experimental electronic musician. I'm gonna actually link her music to um, we've been trying to get her to play the show for years. <laughs> when I was DMing her about this, I was like I, she, she was like promoting a show. She's like that's my friend's show. Trust me. If I play a show, you will know. Yeah. Show, she she yeah. promised us she's going to play her first show on us. Her first show on our Yeah, show. yeah exactly. Um, big homie. For real. A, a proper yeah, freak were, yeah, and I mean that yeah. with all the due respect. Yeah. Can I put on
2: the Can you see
3: us? walk over here for a there, there we go. How is it? Good? Muy! Right. <laughs> boy, boy. <laughs>
1: four pack there yeah um,
0: big text um, we opened with Moonwatcher, who's a recent
1: discovery for us so that yeah. show that i played at idfk gallery um she also played that night and she was doing like well you were there
0: yeah, it seemed like she had like a little modular rig for Very processing tiny. her voice. Yeah. I really liked it.
1: Just riffing, it was mesmerizing. So, yeah. um, by way of advertising the coming show, we have asked her to play, and she's going to play with Daniel Field from who's Kilometer Club from Imaginary North, uh, and they're going to they're going to improvise together, and they they go well together. She's an absolute dream to watch. Um, she was, um, laid up healing in bed, but sent this video of her experimenting doing some vocal warm ups and vocal experimentations on a hotel rooftop, um, which I ripped the audio for, hmm. um, and a little bit of a preview of what you might expect if you come out on the 13th.
0: It's very brave to just fuck around with your voice like that. But yeah. like, should just go up and
1: be like, "My voice, that's it." But she's chopsy. and you can hear it in this yeah. little video. But like, but in still, the room, gosh. it really is penetrating.
0: Yeah. And who's next, Ben?
1: No, no, no. You know who it is. How could? Oh my God.
0: April, Ben forgot who you are.
1: <laughs> the next one is the, the 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 next artist is April Martin. Uh, so who's that? Uh, I was watching. Um, uh, like an art talk from Ragnar Kjartansson Kert- in uh, Detroit Moca, and he instead of doing an art talk, he did this big performance with Ann Carson and Robert Curry, and uh, his girlfriend whose name now escapes me because instead of saying her name (laughs) it's just like my lover (laughs) i was like ew i hate that i know i hate that he said lover me too me too because i quite like his well he said it in an arch way but i don't know if that's well
0: probably better than saying no i don't know if it's better or worse than saying partner
1: well i don't know it it used to be respectful to say partner and now it's disrespectful and agreed Um, But this is April Martin, uh, sculptor, ceramicist. Um, Actually, April sent me these sounds while she was at various residencies last year. Two of them are from Italy, and one of them's from uh, Medalta in Medicine Hat. Hmm. So they're urban and clay-related sounds. Um, And then number three is uh jack jack he's got one
0: of them um artist names that we don't know how to pronounce see i was just reading an an interview with autekker and they're very adamant like you say it however you want this is how we say it because we're from northern england but they say it different in france so you could say whatever you want (laughs) not to say that everyone feels that way but u u x e u j Yu What and we did this last time because he was part of um, one of the was it the Hard Drive Deep Dive or
1: the no the Imaginary North label profile and we, so we both chose different songs from him because right. we both liked his music
0: and so we've already done this like how do you say the name bit
1: and the stupid shit is <laughs> is he was like helping promote that show I did at IDFK huh. and I was like how do you pronounce it <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> Jack Brock Jack Rock? Brock. Oh,
3: okay.
1: Oh my god. Th- this is going to be a nightmare to edit. <laughs>
0: Cuz now it's getting
1: good. <laughs> That's the problem, dude. And the last one is Lara Lara Schwirl, who um is a curator, a writer, um an artist herself. And when I asked Lara like do you have some field recordings you want to share? And she's like, whenever people ask me what sound I like, I tell them I like silence. And I'm like, okay, well, what's your favorite silence? I'm
0: thinking, well, because we, I don't know if we we touched on it earlier, but the field, field recordings, a lot of the ones that we have are like very intimate. yeah, And just based on what I, because she sent these as videos, correct? Two as videos. Two her videos, and they're both of her family and her young child.
1: Yeah, the last one is her kid, we, we won't talk, <laughs> um playing uh, a guitar with two egg beaters. And what is I, he saying? I don't know what he's saying. Everything's all right or something? It's like painfully okay. sweet. <laughs> but I bring it
0: up because it's like, well, if you're listening to that for, you know, 48 hours right. a day what's the thing <laughs> so you true. like the most is silence so
1: true so true but i like the shower too yeah yeah i sent you that meme the other day of a guy like dragging a stack and then it's like me getting ready for the shower and then i was thinking about how shower thoughts used to be like a discourse thing like people mm-hmm. would be like oh yeah i'm most pensive in the shower and that of course, is because that's when you are also alone, alone. with your thoughts.
0: But now you you have a shower with all your best friends on your podcasts
1: yeah. <laughs> your new your future best friends.
0: Yeah. No, 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 they're already my best friends. Just like we're your best friends oh, in the shower. Oh,
1: sorry, sorry, sorry. The
0: parasocial relationship. See, that there's that guy who travels around the world documenting natural silence. What we should all be doing is documenting documenting Ar- Armory natural Schaefer. So, sure. Oh, yeah, yes. We should be documenting natural silence within the home.
1: Well, think about that. I feel like Laura's first one is a room tone. Yes, I liked it. Okay, this one is a bit short and sweet, um, really emphasizing the field recordings that people have shared. Uh, I want to thank all of the beautiful people who shared with us because it is intimate, it is kind of like letting us into their lives. Um, we're going to play you out with two more. Um, I think these two end up at the end because they uh, are not quite field recordings. Hmm. Um, They're environmental recordings. Well, I reached out to my friend Irene, uh, who's one of the members of Penteo. 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 ah. Uh fuck yeah no i have
0: to even on the instagram page they have they tell you how to pronounce it
1: so i asked irene if they had any field recordings that they wanted to share and she was like i don't but like my band did something that's very field recording adjacent Hmm. um so this track is called basta um and they said it's like a a music concrete approach to creating the track, which felt very appro- appropriate. And the title Basta is um, a Tagalog word. Um, and I'm reading here, um, it elicits gut feelings, intuition, and embodied knowledge, which I thought was very on point for hmm. this um, this episode. Uh, and then the last one is from uh, Naomi McCarroll Butler.
0: Recent, recent friend of the pod.
1: Also, not quite a field recording, which she would acknowledge, but she said her room often sounds like this, <laughs> which I thought makes it definitely qualify. So these last two tracks. We'll
0: play, play us out. Uh,
1: but um, Oh, the last thing we should say is me and Kale have an experimental track coming out on Imaginary North, March 22nd which Mm. is a dual mono track um, featuring... It's a hot one. What did you do? Mine's
0: all silences cut up from uh, Pierre Boulez's BBC recording.
1: And mine is playing with little loops of a field recording of me and Kale attending a demonstration for a ceasefire. Mm. Check it out. It'll be on the socials.
3: Not a big deal. Yeah done?